Okay, cool. So um, how I got started. So I was, I'm not even from here originally. I'm from Serbia and I've came here like maybe uh, 10 years ago, went to half of my high school here. And as far as entertainment, I got, I just kind of would go out and about and always get like inquired, you know, oh, do you model? Do you do this? Do you do that? And I just would kind of brush it off. And at one point I just started shooting with different brands. Um, and what ended up happening is I got signed to a, a modeling agency out of LA, Isma Models. And from that point on, it just kind of went up from there. Like from that point on, it was like more acting. I've done reality TV, recently music. Like, so it's just kind of went up from there. Thanks, thanks. Um, yeah, let's talk about your, your starting getting signed with the model agency because it's a lot of inspiring models out there that kind of moved to LA and are looking to start a model career. So you got any advice for them on how to get signed with the agency and how to work out the logistics with that? 100%, just really like staying consistent. Once I decided that this is something I wanted to do, um, it, it's really, I think, just about staying consistent and working with the right people. Like that's, I think, would help build my brand personally. It's just like shooting. At that time, I was just solely modeling. So just shooting with the right photographers, uh, when I started, you know, acting and even like comedy skits and stuff like that, like working with the right legit people that really do it uh, versus just anyone. So I think like being consistent and being exclusive is just key. Uh, when I say exclusive, meaning like don't work with just someone because they say they're a photographer, <laughs> make sure you check their work. And, you know, if it's a comedian or whatever your thing is, make sure you check like their history before you work with them. Facts, facts. And you had like a TV debut um, in 2017, I believe, with Dr. Miami. Mm -hmm. so let's talk about that. How was it mean Dr. Miami and being on TV for the first time? Um, Dr. Miami is hilarious. I love him. I love his energy. It was just an opportunity for me to like get my nose done. I literally did a surgery on national tel television like they broke into my nose fixed it and all that so for me it was a, a totally different experience because I come from a very traditional family that's very like no cosmetic surgery vibes yeah. um so the opportunity came to me and I'm like why not let's do it so I love that I was able to kind of like put me out there and I think that helped a lot of um, especially women in my fan base kind of like understand me more and be able to relate to me because we all, especially as women, we all go through certain little insecurities that happened to be mine at that time. So I love that, you know, I went through with it and it was so much fun filming it, except the healing, the healing was crazy. But aside from that, it was a lot of fun. Thanks. I mean, what was the healing process like and how was uh, Dr. Miami, you know, supportive or you know, because online he's viral. He has like this personality that's out there and everybody's just like, they're attracted to it just because he's so outgoing. He make like opening people up look cool. And like, so like he normalized it, you know, like actually doing surgeries on people and the average person couldn't really do that. Like the average surgeon, I think that's why he's like a viral, you know, surgeon and he's so popular. So does he keep that same energy in person? Is he still like Dr. Miami in person? And was he supportive with your healing process? How did it go? 
Yeah, he, Dr. Miami is definitely like one of a kind surgeon. Like he's the type to play gangster rap as you're about to be put down to sleep. Like he's that type. And I love it because he's also very talented. So I think his personality and him being talented, those two like combining together is, is just perfect. So he's, he's like a bubble of fresh air. He's really just like outspoken exactly how he is on social media he is in person like that's that's not for fake and and any sort you know so it was it was fun like I think one time I walked in um in his office and 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 he was just like like I walked in the office and he had like a whole bunch of like fake chains layered I was just dying laughing mind you I'm about to go into surgery so it was it was hilarious but again it was it was a really great experience and yeah through the whole healing process like he had me a hundred percent set up I um I was at like a house after like he has like a nurse house so yeah. they like care of you you're there for like a week or two um and yeah he was just there you know checking in through the whole thing because I had never like had work done prior to that or after that um but you know it was kind of traumatic for me because I'm like oh I've never done this what is this and it was like a nose job is a pretty major surgery anyone who says it's not like it is so (laughs) yeah so it was it was an experience Facts, facts. And you followed up, you know, you made another debut on the show, What Had Happened Was. So let's Mm -hmm. talk about how that happened and, you know, how was it on set? It was so much fun. That was more um, of a comedy experience. So like it was serious slash comedy, but that was kind of the the whole point of it. Um, And yeah, I just play like, you know, the girlfriend that is like kind of ditzy and dumb and blonde, which in the acting world is a lot of my castings <laughs> like yeah. no because I can play it off really good and um and yeah and it was it was just so much fun it was like I was a dumb blonde girlfriend who got her man caught up by accident didn't mean to but I got him caught up so um so yeah that was that was an experience for sure that was a lot of fun cool did you meet any other actors or actresses on set um, yeah, for sure. As far as like comedian, the, the act, actors and comedians I work with the most, like I started with Jahan Jones. I actually just recently uh, did a post, like one of our old posts, like we started with just skits. And then from that, like he, um, he had a movie coming out. He even got me in that. Like, it's just from that point on, I started kind of venturing out. Like I also was in acting school just to like perfect my craft. Um, at that point, you know, but yeah, I've, I've just met a whole bunch of people just being in LA. It really is a benefit. Um, are you in LA? Yeah. Well, I'm in Santa Barbara. So it's like an hour and a half from LA. Go ahead. Yeah. But for this industry, like, I really think, you know, it's, it's the perfect place to be. Um, yeah and I'm sure you know like well I you know with all the experiences and all the people you get to meet so it was just yeah it was a blessing lit lit so let's hop on to the latest um wilding out you're on the latest season with Nick Cannon he's making a comeback it was canceled for a little bit now they're back um is the energy the same let's talk about how was it on set yeah it was it was awesome we wrapped uh we actually uh shot last month and we wrapped after two weeks. It was like a 14 day consistent 14 day shoot. It was so awesome. Like for me, it was, I was always a well and out fan, but the fact that I'm able to come on the show after the cancellation, 
Um, yeah. It was just awesome because he kind of, I think everyone in the show kind of had like a point to prove like, oh, we're back, you know, even though you yeah. try to cancel us. And, um, and I'm so glad he got the show back. I mean, you know, it's like freedom of speech. People should be able to say what they want to say, you know, and, um, and unfortunately, you know, that was, that was a little discrepancy he had, but I'm, I was, it was so much fun. It was literally like watching TV for 14 days, just, you know, like, cause I, I'm not one of the comedians, but I was still like, you know, on the set and stuff like that. So it was, um, it was a lot of fun to see like the games and to see like the organic and authentic feeling of it, you know, that they, like the comedians are extremely talented, like to be able to just come, you know, like come off with the jokes and all the stuff they come with, like you have to really have a talent for that. So it was, it was awesome in person. Lit, lit. What is it like um, being a Wild and Out girl? Or what role do you play in the new Wild and Out? Because I mean, the Wild and Out girls are like praised. They're known for being like the hottest girls on TV. So, um, what's what's your experience like being a Wild and Out girl? And and how are the other Wild and Out girls been on set with them? It was awesome. Honestly, our job. I think this time around, with like the whole COVID situation, it was yeah. different than any other season. Although this was my first official season, just based on what I seen, it was totally different. Meaning, like, you know, I wear a mask every single day on set while shooting. Everyone but the comedians kind of did because obviously they're on stage. They have to, you know, totally be in the camera. Yeah. But um, it was different with all the protocols. Like I know typical seasons, like people, you know, girls, influencers and girls, they get on the, sh they get on the actual show, like kind of mingle yeah. with the comedians, et cetera. That was not the case this season at all. It was, we were just kind of like, like more six <laughs> our job was just like yay <laughs> you know like something's funny so that was that was really it um so it was the easiest job I've ever had in my life is literally just listening to jokes so it, it was fun it was a lot of fun cool cool yeah I just heard Nick kind of speak not too long ago he was on the breakfast club and he kind of mm -hmm. announced that while and I was back um but he made a point about the council culture you know um Recently, we had the baby supposedly got counseled because the comments he made at Rolling Loud on stage. Did you see that? I did. Yeah. How do you feel about, you know, him being counseled because of a speech? I think that the cancel, my personal opinion, is the canceled is a little bit too extreme. Do I feel out of all the opinions that I've heard, I think the most the one who made the most sense was Chris Brown said something in the sense of like, go do a show and get off the stage and go home, okay? Say thank you to my fans and go home. So I feel like it should have been handled like that. Hey yeah. guys, thanks for coming out. Love you all or whatever his verbiage is, you know? But I think he did push it a little bit too far with that. Clearly it's his personal opinion, but he did push it far. However, like just one sentence that someone says, um, maybe he wasn't educated enough. Maybe, you know, we all have our flaws. Yeah. I think that he should like work to get the education towards learning, you know, what not to say, especially when performing and just like to learn more about what he said, because it sounds like he doesn't know, you know, really what it is. But I think totally canceling someone for lack of knowledge is really, really, really extreme. Yeah. We're human. He's human. We're all human. We've all done 
prior and said stuff that maybe we're like, eh, maybe I shouldn't have said that, you know, but we're human. It's okay. Like we learn, we keep moving. Facts, facts. Yeah, they're, uh, they're just saying like, as far as the culture in general, like hip hop is really homophobic. So they're trying to set an example with him. Um, but you've been new on the scene in hip hop. You got this new single out alert with Molly Maul and uh, Jeremiah. Let's mm-hmm. talk about it. Yeah, so Alert is dropping next month. It's actually, I have two new singles coming out. So the first one's going to be called Queen. It's with DW Flame. Uh, And then Alert is my second single, but both dropping next month. And Alert is with Jeremiah and Molly Mall produced it. Um, And again, music, by the way, both singles are totally different. One is a completely hip hop single. The other one is a completely R&B, I'm totally singing single. (laughs) So it's just night and day, but I love it. I just kind of, I've been writing since I was, since I learned English in English, I've been writing. So I just never professionally went to record myself or perform, obviously, uh, up until like six months ago. I just, I've been friends with Molly for four years and I just called him one day and I'm like, Hey, I think I want to record myself. He's like, come on. So that's kind of how it happened. Um, so it's just, it's been so much fun. It's a completely different world for me. I've been modeling so long and I'm known as a personality. I'm not really known as, you know, anything music related until now. So, um, it's, it's a different, it's a different, like, area for sure but i'm just enjoying it facts facts and let's talk about the jeremiah feature um sport of course like jeremiah he's like a superstar you know and that's like your first song so you got a superstar on one of your first big songs you know and that's that's a big deal so was it what was the process like getting jeremiah on your song was it email or were you in the studio and you actually vibed it out did you hear the, the beat first and you're like i can hear jeremiah on this like how did that come about uh, for Jeremiah, what ended up happening is I was in a studio recording other songs in Vegas and Molly's studio, and um, I heard a song. I was obsessed with the song, like the vibe. There was there wasn't a woman voice in it yet. It was just yeah. Jeremiah, so he did pre-record the song. Um, so it was just like a vibey song, and Molly, you know, I give him all the credit for it. He was just like, "Yeah, you should jump on this." So we worked it out with Jeremiah. And, um, and it ended up happening. He obviously they wanted, they both wanted to hear me record what I sound like if I can deliver. And of course I could. So it it sounds awesome. I can't wait. I mean, I kind of previewed little snippets of it, of the course, but I can't wait like for the full situation to come about. And I think it's perfect timing towards the end of the summer. It's a real sexy vibey song. So I'm excited for the world to hear it. Facts. What's your studio process like? How do you set the vibe in the studio? What is on the need? Um, you know, I really don't need much. I just you got your essentials. You, a little yeah, bit of drink, a like, little bit of smoke. You got to have a vibe in there. Some people with you. Are you like a solo? Um, How you like to record? I don't smoke. I'm not a smoker at all. I'll drink here and there, but nothing to do with studio. Every time I've ever recorded, because again, I write all my stuff. I want to be totally focused. You know, I don't want alcohol 
I guess for some people it works great and I've seen it in person. For me personally, I have to be sober. Right. And um, and definitely the people that are there, meaning like, I don't really care if there's other people I don't know in the studio, I don't mind, but I love having my people around, you know, yeah. my close friends. Like one of my friends and I, she goes with me all the time. Like, it's just a vibe because they know it. And they're also very, it's so important in life to just have people around you that, really give you positive or negative criticism you know what i mean like oh you yeah. sound dope because you respect their opinion or you sound absolutely crazy change that note <laughs> so i think it's so important in life to have people who keep it real with you it's Thanks. it's key yeah and um and yeah as far as the studio that's that's just really it like i just i'm i'm a coffee addict so i have to have my morning <laughs> coffee and then, I go. <laughs> and then i go and i prefer to record during the day i've i've done some 6 a.m's before but i prefer yeah. to do it throughout the day that's when all my energy is you know kicked in that's when i get in my creative zone Lit. that's good to know yeah. is there anyone that you're looking forward to featuring with or any any collabs that you can that you want to work with right now that's out there let's put it in the universe Let, okay okay the universe kind got it because there's a few pending but i mean like Nicki minaj huge fan yeah. i've been obsessed with her since i literally learned english her music her work her talent i mean just un unmatched so let's put it into the universe <laughs> yeah like shit that's a good feature right there Nicki. she she back on the come up too i heard on that yeah. bia song she did the feature for Bia, and before that, it was with Wayne and Drake. So she's definitely coming back. I could see that. I could hear that for sure. A hundred percent. Yeah, because I know she had a period where she just decided to completely retire. And yeah, I was like, she oh, had her baby. Yeah, but I guess, you know, and, and I love that she's back at it. It sounds like she's not full album mode. Maybe she is. Who knows? But I would love, I would love at least another album from her. That would be awesome. Thanks. Yo, so I got a series of questions for you, all right? Let's do it. Just answer them to the best of your ability. All right. Um, Smash, Mary Kill, J. Cole, Future, The Weeknd. Mm, Smash, Mary Kill, Smash, Future, uh, Mary J. Cole, The Weeknd, I love you, but I. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Instagram, Snapchat, or TikTok? Which one are you reckon with the most? Um, Instagram, for sure. Instagram for sure. Mainstream or underground? Uh, mainstream. Mainstream for sure. Who's some of your favorite mainstream artists? Well, Nikki. Um, Nikki, um, Drake. Drake cannot go wrong. Um, obviously, I know it sounds very typical, but Beyonce, I mean, we just have to give her every flower possible. Um, yeah, and I guess underground would be like Kevin Gates. I love Kevin Gates. I love the young dolls. So I, like, you know, so it's just, it, there's, I'm very like up and down. I like both. And I even like a lot of R&B. So, you know, I'm kind of all over with music. Lit. Yeah, shout out Queen B, Beyonce. She just came out and said like she smoked weed basically for her anxiety. Did you see that? She, you know what? I know she did a, um, a cover for, what was it? What magazine was it? I'm not sure. But I know what you're talking about. And yeah. I guess you get an interview in it and I've seen parts of it, but no, I didn't I didn't read that part. Yeah, she says she's uh she's on CBD, it helps with her anxiety. So, you know, we gotta get you, we gotta get you on board next. 
Yeah, I enjoy CBD and it really just makes me sleepy. So I think before yeah. bed, if I ever do smoke, actually, it is before bed. But like yeah. for me to like be who I am right now, like I, yeah. I, I can't do that and smoke because I just like wind down, you know? Thanks. That's exactly what she said. So she was like, it helps me sleep. So for yeah. sure. Uh, mixtapes or albums? Uh, mixtapes. Uh, majors or independent? I'll say independent, but with the right major, I, you know, as long as an artist can be themselves, I'm big on that. Like, let them be who they really are and deliver it. And I, from what I heard, I'm now with Empire, so I'm independent, but, um, but from what I've heard, some majors sometimes try to mold it into something else, but as long as they let you be yourself, then majors, why not? So I'm, I'm like 50, 50, because with majors, there's a strong backing with independent, yeah. as you know, it's just the artist. Facts, facts. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure the labels are knocking on the door for you because you're one of those artists that already got your brand built. You got the fan base already. So all you need is the hits. So uh, what, how was uh, how was your relationship with Empire? How did that uh, how did that come about? So um, Empire, I signed with them about um, like two months ago yeah. when I when I kind of finished my catalog of songs, which now is like 10 plus songs, but I'm putting it out as singles first. Yeah. Um, Molly, actually Molly Molly, he kind of connected me and Empire because he works very close or very close with them. And obviously they heard my records, they loved it, they were immediately on board. So I signed with them and they have been amazing through the whole process. Like just they're very strategic and I, and it's I think every independent artist, even just having a distribution label like Empire is is night and day because they really kind of direct you towards where how to do it which way to go because they've done it they've done right. diamonds they, they've done all the successful records so they can tell you hey this does not work stop doing that or this does work you know so um they are so helpful i love them facts facts um podcast or radio uh podcast podcast writer freestyle right you right wait what, what did you say right or freestyle yeah yeah right for sure i cannot sure. freestyle <laughs> i'm not a freestyle rapper artist don't give me a beat give me a second to write it okay <laughs> festivals or raves uh festivals cool lakers or clippers lakers um soda or juice juice organic Organic, okay. Yeah. Whole food shopper. Whole Foods, Trader Joe's. You will catch me there. <laughs> yeah. Take out or dine in. Dine in. Dine in for sure. Tattoos or piercings. Tattoos. Tattoos. How many tattoos do you have? I only have one right here. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you could see it. It says, um, it says inclusion, and I actually recently got it. I got it like a few months ago. It's my first tattoo ever. Nice. You got some sentimental value. Then that tattoo was the meaning. Conclusion. Yeah, it says inclusion. And I'm very spiritual aside from my brand. I don't really put that out as much as, you know, people kind of tell me to. But I believe we live in an inclusion-based universe. And I believe whatever, I believe our, our tongue and our words are spells. And it includes it in our physical experience. So whatever people say and think and, and, and say even as a joke will come about. So to me, I've been like this for a long time, but like, to me, it's kind of like a reminder, watch what you say, watch what you think and, you know, watch how you act because it will come about. So it's really your choice. 
Facts. Yeah, that'll be a dope series right there. Get that yeah. started. I don't know. Nobody really got something like that going far as a show. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And I and I know a lot of people could relate to that. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's just even if you aren't spiritual, you have to have experienced it. You just it's just what it is. So um yeah, like a, not enough people talk about it, I will say. Thanks. All right. Designer or casual? Um designer. Night or day? Day. Hot or cold? Hot. All right, condo or house? Condo. Uh, money or fame? Money. Uber or Lyft? Uber. One ways or round trips? Round trips. All right. Uh, yeah, we covered a lot. You passed yeah. the test. Yeah. <laughs> that was you fun. Did your thing. Yeah, it was lit. Um, so yeah, we, we covered everything, drop your social media, whatever you got going, let's hear it. Social media, Instagram, the numera una, T-H-E, numera una, um, my TikTok is the same, my Twitter is the same, catch me on there, and, uh, stay tuned for all the new singles, like Queen, like Alert, just look out for me. Cool, lit.